If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist. To find out if it's right for you. If you're listening, you, I, I know we haven't given you a chance to like like this episode particularly, but if you know us and you do love us, why not leave a lovely iTunes review? Oh, iTunes review. Or That's retro. Spotify. Or Spotify. Because you can do it on Spotify now. You can't do oh. words on Spotify. Can you not? Which I think is almost for the best. What do you mean? You can just do an emoji? Just, just do five stars. stars. Oh. Yeah. Why not? Just five of them. But if you've got something to say, say it. And I'll give you a free tote if it's good. Okay, uh, hang on. Right. Why? What's the mechanism no of this tote fucking dissemination? Because I'm already disseminating tens of totes a I, week, and believe me, I'm happy to because it means that we are getting and you, more are you and more equating, creeps. Now you're equating a, a Patreon subscription to one measly review. Um, I didn't think this through. No, everything. Put the fine. words back in the box. Stuff back in, in that face box of yours. Do you know what I'm That's right. Back? I'm calling your face a vagina. That's so I have no problem with that. No problem. The uh, what is the creep of the week that we've forgotten to do the last number of weeks? Is there one this week? Oh uh, yeah, of course. There's always creep of the week. Okay, I can tell you about Martin. Oh, I'd love to hear about Martin. Okay, so Martin slid into my DMs. Hmm. Um, Martin Greg, two first names. <laughs> red flag. Two red flags. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? Well, thanks. Yeah, I sent this on a Sunday night, oh, yeah. nine thirty-two p.m. Mm-hmm. He has a different handle to his names. Chris Martin. Sugar Daddy. Let me see him. Sugar Um, Daddy. Okay, so no, I I went to his profile and I've got some interesting, exciting further information, okay? He's going to pay you. So Martin is clearly really interested in me. He wants to know how I'm doing. Go to Martin's page. Martin is a doctor. Dr. Martin. Yeah, he's a doctor. Dr. Martin Gregg. He is a, um, as he says himself, okay, I'll just read you his bio. Uh, surgery doctor. Oh, yeah. Mm, Suggests he might not know what a surgeon is. Surgery doctor, public figure, healthy nature. <laughs> All of your and favorite And it's things? not healthy nature. It's healthy nature. nature. And you love all those things. Okay, we love nature. all these things. And we've got a lot of pictures of Martin um he's look he's got a face he's got shoulders that's he, he, he might not have legs it's very possible but we don't discriminate no however my favorite thing about martin and the thing that really is tipping me towards 
finding out how Martin is doing. Yeah. Is the one highlight he has containing one picture. Remember, he is a surgery doctor. I see. His highlight picture is a selfie in surgery. In surgeon. Surgeon. Surgery. In, in, he's in surgery. Surgeon. And he's doing a selfie and he actually has a covered body. Just in the background. Now, to tell you what that is, that's a dad present for a section of his wife. <gasps> and he's what? Just like, I'm going to parlay this into my fake online persona as a surgery I doctor. would say pursue him. Accept that request. <laughs> yeah, See how he's doing. Let him know you're doing okay. Take it to PayPal straight away. Learn yeah. from my mistakes. Yeah. yeah. And treat us all to dinner. Okay. Yeah. So let's craft a response to Martin. Now, this is big. This is what I do for you, creeps. Yeah. I let creeps into my life for you guys. Content. How are you doing? Everything is content. Hey, Um, sunshine. Great to hear from you. Why don't I do their speak back at them and I do... Hi, hello, dearie. No, this is your, do you know the way they're always doing dearie? No, this is your opportunity to craft okay. a whole new persona that you've always wanted. So I'm thinking like, go like Florida mom has been out in the sun for a really long time, has recovered from maybe um, that, that, that pill, that, that Oxycontin addiction. She's turning her life around. Hey, sunshine, lollipops, Crystals. everything is great. Crystals, great to hear from Just you, sunshine. From the garden, the having... angels told me you'd yeah. be in touch. Oh, that's ideal. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I like that last bit. Yeah, do it the now. The rest now I'm uncertain. Okay, I'm going to give Martin straight off the bat an overly familiar nickname. Say so something say to KMG. A, tell him you're sexy and moist or something. No, Get him in. No, don't. Bring him in. No, I have to let Martin soon. set the tone. I'm going to say, hey, MG. Ask for a nude. Send nudes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared now. That's Send. Good. I could be. I, I, this is like doing a Ouija board. I love it. Is it a bit dangerous to ask for nudes? No. Why? Tell him he has to have a sign with your name on it beside the dickie. Yeah. That's Just so he knows it's for real. Just now, uh, a copy of today's paper and yeah. a picture of my name. Yes, please. Yeah. Guys, this is Ouija board territory. This it's is not opening sunshine, a barrier between the demonic realm and the IRL realm. Okay, fine. Hey, MG. Send nudes. Yeah. And rainbows. Yeah. I love it. Yep, that sounds great. And here is my PayPal. Okay, I'll keep you updated. Thank you, Martin. This week on The Creep Dive. Fully scared. I'm deleting my account. We what have. What do we have? Um, I have a great story for you. What is it? It is about a, a, a thief called Justice. Oh, that's my child's middle name. We know that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, so harsh. Damn it. <laughs> Down, dog. <laughs> You've told us. Now never tell us again. Um, <laughs> this is a story of a very promising young man who took his talents and applied them in ways we all could only dream of. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But obviously, things are not all as they appear. Hey, Robson Banks. <gasps> Love that. Sophie? I have um, a kind of a sequel to um, The Tooth. Oh, courtesy of a creep. Nice. And it's great. It's great. I only skim read it because I didn't want to spoil the fun for me. Mm-hmm. So I have that. I have obviously craft drams. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been dying for this. Yeah. Some tech bros tried to, um, you know, in- <laughs> innovate knitting. 
In, but also, no, you tease this and then you never got to tell weeks us. Ago, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna go for that. Yeah, well, let's go first. Okay, Kick and then off. also I have a present, but it's a present that I think only patrons might get. So we'll keep that for the hive. Okay, and then tell us the knit drams. The knit drams. Okay, um, sure. Wow, are we starting straight away? Is I think so. Oh, we okay. started about twenty minutes. What ago. do I have? I have a story yeah, about a dog. A very famous dog, but then the dog that should have been famous and the first dog got all the praise. Even got a Disney Plus documentary made about him. Disney Plus documentary. And uh, dog number two was in fact a... I I can't ever do the shorthand without just completely telling you the story. So I'll leave it at that. Also, facts about narwhals. And a penguin that fell in love with a cardboard cutout. (laughs) And how unbelievably aggressive and demonic penguins are. Well, they made for life. Very possessive, aren't they? Massively. Mm. But mm. do you know what also they do? Fuck their dead. Right. <laughs> Tell you that for nothing. That bit's for free. Didn't know that. Oh my Let's God. Let's put that behind a paywall. What? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> now, Sophie, are you prepared or will I open you up for some narwhal facts? Um, I do want facts of narwhals. Thank do you, you. What do you know about narwhals? Literally nothing, Jen. Nobody has a brain like you do. Do you enjoy Nutella? Actually not. Well, I well, think it's very overrated. You are a contrarian to your core. I mean, I am. It's lucky for you because the blubber of a narwhal tastes like Nutella. I knew my day would come. Isn't that incredible? <laughs> Back in the olden days, um, people used to obviously think narwhals were unicorns of the ocean, mm-hmm. which of course is what they looked like. Because if you think you see a narwhal and what you're looking at is a stick sticking out of the sea between two pieces of ice... There's a good chance it's a narwhal, not a stick. Because there wouldn't be trees there because of the ice. So that's what people used to do. Kill them for the blubber. Blubber. Delicious Nutella taste. And I'll take that horn and I'll use it as a unicorn horn. I could sell it on as that or I could do play fighting with it. Okay. Do you know what the horn actually is? It's a fucking tooth. So a single tooth. It's fascinating, right? Proud tooth. It's a single front tooth (laughs) that has opted to continuously grow out of your mouth. Are you joking me? uh, uh, Six or eight feet of tooth. And what's really interesting, the way it grows, it grows one, like curly hair, one side grows quicker than the other. And that results in a spiraling. That's why it passes for the unicorn thing. Isn't it? That's why it passes for unicorns. And they are amazing. And they used to be kind of sold as unicorn horns some don't have tusks about you know a small percentage of them don't have tusks nobody knows why some have two tusks Ooh, two of the front teeth come forward out of the gob nice this reminds me of right and then i was thinking like it would be impossible now to suck through a straw if one of your tooth was a horn and that got me talking and thinking about (laughs) lip flips Yes, what we're is, on TikTok. We're all on the time. TikTok all the time. Now I'm not sure what they are, so tell us. Tell you all about them. Say to yourself, I don't want to commit to a filler. I know I've gone off big beast. with the Americans. Okay. So what I'll do is is much less dangerous, <laughs> less procedure, and that's Botox in the upper lip. So it freezes the lips, so when you smile, 
whatever volume you have in the front stays voluminous and it gives this kind of subtle, nice look. Ah, uh, a lip ah. flip. We know it as gummy smile Botox. Is that what it's called here? I think that's what it's called here. I've seen that advertised. Yeah. And so your can, lip doesn't they're, go they're, up. Wait, they, the people, the purveyors of this are calling it gummy smile Botox. I will just Google that. need to workshop that. I know. And I was like, what can go wrong? This sounds ideal. And you metabolize it away within about maybe six or eight weeks. And sure, Pop's your uncle. Now's your aunt. No need to be you know doing anything permanent then i was like how about sucking what that is throbbing peter to pay paul they're both things they're they're both it's all stuff yeah but i think it's it's much less permanent and if you want to get it out it just dissolves away rather than go in and get the lip filler dissolved okay gotcha so then you were like what's the the filler goes away eventually yes i filled my lips one time now look at them they're little back to normal just to normal all of this is natural just a perfectly natural face and uh <laughs> you can't you know the way you eat uh yogurt from a from a spoon oh yeah and what, when you think about that you're like well, i definitely need to be able to close my lips around this mm-hmm. you wouldn't be able to with a lip and oh. nor could you suck suckle from anything from a narwhal's horn you definitely couldn't do that um so well, yeah it's really closing down your options in terms of extracurriculars it, it might be it certainly might be but then that's you know maybe you are robbing peter to pay paul what else do we want to know about narwhals no one has ever seen them eat anything what <laughs> do you know why they're so like they have no time for being captured or held in captivity whatsoever they will immediately die on the way to captivity during the captivating <laughs> is yes. that what it's called yes. as you captivate an animal <laughs> in, into your zoo absolutely no fucking around with narwhals they simply will not go Ooh. the word nor- narwhal in fact means corpse whale no Ooh. one knows why um, and also they're, they're often right in the wild where they are with their curly unicorn horn you'll have visitors Horn lice oh, that no. live around the tooth, just at where it's kind of <laughs> coming out of the. You just can't have anything nice. <laughs> and if you so wish to grow part of your body to an exceptional length, oh. just in order to be included, it's like a fucking beacon in the Guinness Book of World Records. Have you ever opened that and seen fingernails? Yes. Have you seen the longest fingernails alive? Yes. And have you seen how they curl around? Mm-hmm. Yes. And have you seen the toenails? Life of Birkenstocks. I've seen the toenails, but <gasps> I'm gonna have to do this now. It's really something. Have you not seen this man? Long the commitment toe. of the long nail man is truly impressive. Oh, freaks me out. Um. Oh no. It's kind of. It looks a bit like cascading hair. Doesn't oh it? my god! This, this, oh, this. Oh no. We've what? got toenails filed to a point, painted black. It's absolutely I like that. It's kind it's, of vampiric. It is. You couldn't wear socks. Exactly. So um, is this a good enough segue into maybe crafting your feet into something interesting? What about... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what about crafting? Oh <laughs> Have my you ever God. thought I'll give you some dispatches from at Dive Creep. Oh, yeah. Only the most hopping Twitter account on all of the internet.com. Cool. Um, so here we go. First of all, a bit of appreciation for Jen last week. Uh, this the is truth. from... Uh, my fave at underscore Flem Fatale. Oh, I love Flem Fatale. Do you Fatale. love it? It was all. This is a quote from Jen. It was all fun and games until I saw forty-five cockatoos stuffed into Coca-Cola bottles, and I thought this is not right. <laughs> that was alarming. Google you, that. Latest episode of At Dive Creep has me in bits. Very good. Glad to hear Glad it. Glad to hear it. Um, Pull yourself together, please. 
we've been recommended to some other people thank oh, you very for, good thank you always actually for but you know what i hardly ever acknowledge it quite rudely really when people tell their friends um, about people us say, tell all your friends i love it some people don't like that's some great information from one of our listeners at doctor another doctor dr cleven oh, yeah. nihonol here we go very good thank you um talking uh she has um uh just got a night a thread here i'm going to retweet it about um uh the protection of sex workers in law oh we need to know this we oh, didn't yeah, have an yeah. answer for this i'm going to retweet time. that um, what did she say so she it? says at this week's at dive creep discusses sex work i love the show i'm a patron etc and thank you for that but ireland's nordic model laws protect the sex worker that's been proven to be absolutely not true in recent mm. amnesty international research and mirrors exactly what my own research found in the north and mm. um, i know the show is irreverent and a bit of fun but it's so important to be accurate about laws that are actively making sex workers brackets primarily women significantly less safe the amnesty research is here i've retweeted that as well very so good to thank know. you thank you so much dr neve nigonol if you're listening um, and you're wondering what that's all about you i would have missed it because if it's on the hive that is that's an where, episode from the hive yes, yeah our exactly. patron episode goes out now yes, that's wonderful here we go at lily bell uh i now have two wisdom teeth in a bag and i'm like <gasps> I really have been listening to too much at Dive Creep through the years. I would hope they're her own. Very good. I enjoy that there is absolutely no context to that. Somebody was like, make a bit of jewellery out of it. But you can't go around making jewellery out of people's bodies. You can't wear one tooth earring. You need another. Well, that's it. You could be offset, but you could definitely wear your own teeth. Or the teeth of your children. I think I need to get a tooth removed. I'll give it to you and you can make earrings out of the two teeth. Uh, one close to me and one a stranger. Uh, the friend you have and the friend you haven't made yet. yet. <laughs> um, it's the most I like wonderful how jewellery made of your children, bits of your children, is like crafting squared. Yes. You made them and you made the craft. Well, then you can do whatever you want. VG. There's now, your segue. I do have a query yeah. coming in. Have we covered Caroline Calloway? I feel like we absolutely did in a kind of like an Years ambient ago. way when that let that piece in the cut appear. We 100% have because I feel like I have an okay. in-depth knowledge of Olivia, ciao. You may have to do some digging, but <laughs> it's absolutely there. Uh, my, <laughs> Guys, do you Sorry. know what's on TikTok? Do you remember the, Us, do you remember the years the ago? The Crypto podcast. And uh, I got really into the Pearl um, Facebook video. Yes. yes. Well, the fucking auctions. Yeah. So, uh, so this woman or man would buy a bag of uh, of oysters that looked to be unchucked, right? And then would crack them open and to see if there's a pearl inside live on. And various bets would go up in the thing. Then I came across on TikTok a sort of semi. It's definitely crafting. It's a woman. Uh, Betsy something but she's crafting like acrylic cups and she's doing it live and she's asking the buyer of the cup who is bidding away whether what colours they want so this is like this whole crafting live crafting industry is happening before our eyes you need to get on it get involved the money you can make we need to have a hundred thousand followers before we can do lives oh is that the rule Mm. my god we're nearly there we're nearly there we're nearly there so ever so close okay let me tell you about the tech bros who thought that they were going to um wade into um the knitting world online and and get out of there unscathed fools fucking fools 
do your homework. Just Google a thing before you uh, like fucking launch yourself into the center of a community and insist that you know more about this than they do. Um, okay, so this, uh, let me take you back. Um, <laughs> look at me buying time as I scroll through my... Uh, I feel bad for them because crafting is one of those things that presents a certain way. Yeah, they thought that too, Jen, and that would be a mistake. Exactly. Before you finish that thought and alienate half of our listenership. What I mean is, it would present as like a kind, inclusive, subdued and relaxing, and it's, as we've learned, filled with venomous vipers. Psychopaths. And a few of them. <laughs> okay. That's everywhere you go, though, do you know? That's true. Mixed bag. Yeah. Now, it's, it's human beings. Like, you would have assumptions about suburban mams yeah and then there you are <laughs> spewing out uh what you call them war uh, walls werewolves narwhals 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 oh, i forgot to tell you they definitely could get a pair of narwhals <laughs> into a big old yarn that there you go be. two of them together if we could make that happen on our tiktok bang Bing, there bang, is a new illustration um, One quick yeah. final fact about a narwhal as we're back here again. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. Uh, testicle we're not size. Out. Uh, so the bigger the bigger the tooth, bigger the balls. Really? You know what they say about big teeth, big retainers. Yes, big mouth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now here we go. Do you want to hear about Michael Jackness? Jackness. Jackness. Okay, so he has been in the world of e-commerce for nearly six years. Well, that's wow. Well, I was about to say, though, in the world, that's in e-commerce years, that's at least 60. Yes. E-commerce moves fast. You got to innovate. You got to disrupt. You got to be a disruptor. Move fast. Break things. That's did, Zuckerberg. Did you ever read any of the comments in the, when you did the tech? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because you asked out for, no, the, um, sorry, the one about the people applying for the job, but they weren't actually catfish. So, like, nearly a million people watched that on TikTok, and there was a lot of comments yeah. underneath it. Mostly you know, nice. I know that you don't go there, but what I'm saying is in the patron, because you called out for people to be like, hey, Oh yeah. Uh, let me read some of them out to you. Uh because you they were so good. It was like, <laughs> do you know like sorry, excuse me, can I just ask you a question? Do you hate stories? Like do you hate No, I, I want to hear them now. No, no, carry on, I have to log in again. <laughs> Is it just exhausting having multiple logins and multiple threads and trying to keep on top okay, of it? Okay, so basically Michael Jackness is a serial entrepreneur, which as we all know. It's just a uh, better phrase for a scammer. Scam. Slash serial failure. I don't know. If you're a serial entrepreneur, things are not landing. You're not a serial entrepreneur. I'm trying. You're building. Trying. You're building. You're not going from one random thing to the next. No, you're building. it's true. Do you know that Adam Newman, 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 uh, start like CEO of WeWork. Oh, yeah. Um, one of his first business ideas was um, a baby grow with knee pads i don't think that's a bad idea i no, just no, don't no. you can tell that you're not I a parent at kids. the moment yeah. and he wasn't a parent at the time parents don't want their kids to be happier they're making us miserable yeah and really all we've got is their knees against hardwood floors <laughs> as a little true. micro revenge uh, for their bullshit what if you put right here's an idea here's the next innovation what if we put the little dust cleaners on their knees and got oh, them to clean the floors when they Been go done. around? It, it has it. Many, many times. Yeah. 
I don't um, engage with children on the internet. One of his other <laughs> business ideas was the collapsible lady's heel. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> and what do you... So it collapses, but, you know, with... So you, do you. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, if you've ever met a high <laughs> heel... It's not like a perfectly horizontal sole. You're right. With it heels. Up. Like a narwhal tooth out the back of it. It's got a kind of a flex Barbie foot shape. It's actually yes. very so hard. So if you were, yeah, you'd be rocking. You'd suddenly be in a kind of a piss catcher situation. And that would create kind of a bum exercise mm-hmm. in a jewel. Okay, do you want a few of these? <laughs> <laughs> so I just come now. We're, it, this makes sense, right? Because we're all together in the. We're talking about tech, all right. Uh, so it's definitely going to make sense. Let me ping that over to you now. I don't know if I have the bandwidth for this right now. I've definitely heard that. Let's oh wait, that's what. Wait, so just for people who have no idea what we're talking I'm, about, ourselves we, included. We put a call out for people's like annoying office phrases, like six weeks ago, business phrases. <laughs> Jenny Wiley six weeks ago this information down to your team <laughs> shut up who has had that one that's amazing that's true. Sinead there's a lot to unpack here Sinead let's there's I, about nine Sineads in the page let's, let's wrap this up yeah literally are you telling me to stop okay let's before we wrap this up let's identify the, fl- the flywheel friction here Oh, Jesus. Okay, we can circle back. That's a fucking granular one. <laughs> nice to e-meet you. Oh, I've oh, done that one. Yeah, no, look, we've been doing that for two years. Do you remember what else when you say? the email auto-corrected me writing, I popped this below when it Do was referencing something I was pasting underneath and I, yes, I pooped, I pooped this below. Okay, so Michael Jackness is a serial entrepreneur. And a, a prolific podcaster. Oh. Oh. Um, he's recorded more than 400 podcast episodes, right? Of the same That's podcast. That's pretty good. And he's written a slew of blog posts documenting his serial entrepreneurism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And with his business partner, Dave Bryant. And the great thing about a podcast that will undoubtedly come back to bite us in the ass is that somebody... At a later date, can transcribe everything you've said. That would be very handy, (laughs) though, if someone was willing to do that for us, because it's great for SEO. (laughs) No. It's great for accessibility as well, but it's also great to later on take you down. Yeah. Um, Okay, so basically, um, Jackness is in his mid-40s, and he's uh, said of himself that the great thing we've done that's very unique is that we've shared everything about our entire journey in business mm-hmm. it's not new it's so not unique okay <laughs> go um, ahead. sorry i just... know like have you ever met a fucking influencer like the amount of content they ring out of every yeah. business moment hashtag from the idea project. from the idea yeah from the like from hungover the in bed and idea I, yeah yeah hashtag can't wait to tell you Hashtag I'm so excited to tell you, but still can't. <laughs> Absolutely edging their followers. But obviously, why would this 45-year-old man take any notice of some little women making huge money on the internet? Okay, anyway. So um, they the transparency has meant that the two of them have built up a big and kind of invested audience um, for their various exploits. But uh, as I said, the openness is now backfiring under them. They are, quote, under attack from the online knitting community for their plans 
for a site called knitting.com. Hmm. Hmm. So surely somebody owns that already. Yeah. Or they bought I, it. I, I, I actually was surprised with that as well, but I thought, you know what? Some fucking calculated calculated why can't i speak today I everything know. that comes out is just ever so slightly wrong i love it you're speaking my language, speak my language. <laughs> so anyway yes so they this is all now just kind of unfolding as well in real time so like this is last february and i'm very disappointed actually in all the crafty creeps who did not send this to me and i actually had to do some real legwork absolutely outrageous so uh, they published a blog post and a podcast announcing their new e-commerce business idea and then now it's one of those fabulous like now deleted posts nice um the i don't know if the uh e-com crew michael and dave knew about screenshots one would hope given their area of expertise but anyway the now deleted post explained how the duo were going to build a seven-figure brand in the next 12 months I had to think a bit about the seven figures. Yeah, what? It, millions. 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 Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. And that's why we are not e-com bros. We are e-com hoes. Is <laughs> nice. that okay? You were trying to bring it that back. This, Was this, it last I keep week? trying. You keep trying. <laughs> okay. Hoes. Was it whore? I, no. I, let's not talk about it here Fine. in this place where that could later be transcribed and taken out of context. I see. Okay. <laughs> just, yeah, with Just no in the tone. other place. Sophie, you two whores. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, they'd spent 80,000 of a planned budget of half a million um, buying the domain name. Mm. 80 That's grand right. yeah, yeah, for some yeah. wily craft bitch, probably in Portland, Maine, because that's where a lot of them come from. To, and they, she set that up or, you know, no, she, no, they no. got it's that. Gotta be, it's got to be someone when they launch new dot coms and dot things, some douche goes on and just buys loads them for a cent okay any words you can think i of. want to believe that it's a crafty crafter like, anyway what they wanted to do is launch the amazon for knitting mm-hmm. right and um, ignoring that there's quite a few amazons for knitting i'm buying genodwire.com right now <laughs> it's a cent and you can buy it back for eighty thousand dollars <laughs> no thanks for everyone else you can go there and see my nudes yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my god Cassie is ignoring All of my demands For nudes by the way I've I'm waiting for the writing book covers Called send nudes It's very I've been thing. covering her yeah. Sending her articles It's borderline sexual harassment it's borderline um, So anyway The reason that um, Michael and Dave Decided that they could Wade into the craft community mm-hmm. um, Was because they'd already Had a bit of success In a previous company um, That was like Colouring books for adults And to be fair I think this sounds Like quite a good idea They had Um like a big website where you could buy all the coloring book designs and they paid artists to create them okay and full credit went to artists and they were mm-hmm. kind of almost that's a really good idea it's good isn't it yeah and it's kind of nice you know and he says we provided amazing customer service i don't know if that's his place to say yeah but he believes they did and also they had lots of you know building community around it having color alongs things like that um, so color along. Yeah. So, um, well, I guess that's like I don't know. You might all color at the same time in Cute. the same room. Cute. Yeah. And so, anyway, just days after their post and podcast announcing their foray into knitting, um, a snarky crafter posted a link uh, on the amazing subreddit Craft Snark. 
um, it's <laughs> the grafting and sewing subreddit and uh, this person dismissed dismissed <laughs> having a great day uh, they dismissed the notion that a million dollar um, business built in a year would work and the thread quickly um, spread beyond Reddit and onto Twitter 500 comments strong um, basically um, just knitters absolutely going to town on these two guys um, one uh, poster uh, from uh, New York uh, who is a knitter but also a marketing strategist so a good Venn diagram somebody they might have employed actually to discuss something like this before they got involved with the knitters she said it was like two guys with an air fryer under their arm walking into the oldest restaurant in the country and proudly explaining how they were going to make a million dollars in a year selling air fried frozen chicken nuggets from Costco um, so she said that they made incorrect assumptions about the knitting community. First off, they made the assumption that yarn is yarn. And that is oh. a fatal flaw in a yarn-based business. Why? It's simplify. It's just stupid. Yeah, it's just that it's overly simplifying the product. Like you will, as a beginner, yes, just get a kind of generic yarn for sure and just yeah. start learning. But like... As you go deeper and yeah. deeper into Ravelry.com, among other places, and Etsy, you, you know, just realize that there is just loads of A cotton yarn just isn't the same as an al- alpaca wool. It's yeah. just, yeah. There's loads of amazing makers who yeah. like dye yarns and spin yarns and all these kind of things. Like there is um, a type of yarn where you will actually know the name of the sheep that it came from. Like this is, it is a community that know their shit. I see. And it's a community that does kind of attract like people who are purists mm. about it. Yeah. It's a fucking passion, basically. And a passion, Amazon for knitting doesn't scream passion. No. You know that kind of way? Um, so, oh yes, like for example, that, that marketing strategist, Novikowski also goes on to say, no one I know buys yarn from Amazon, which is so completely yeah. true. Um, it's just generic and not just, what you're looking for. There's just people the have very big preferences about yarn. It's like a very strong affinity to the yarns they work in, the stuff they make. Hang on now, I'll show She's you. She's going to that. get her yarn. yarn. Like, um, I understand. It's you know, like it actually makes all the sense because you're working with it, like you're touching it at all times. And if you're working with a yarn that is not like nice to work with you're feeling it with every step of the process like even for example these needles i'm not loving because they're actually not great to work with on this cotton i'm but feeling you know, oh yeah feel very it. nice oh i do yeah. like cold it, to the touch good. is that important this yeah. is, and you know what like there if you go on a knitting website for yeah. example it's extremely complicated mm-hmm. looking for exactly what you want like actually it's just so much nicer to go into a knitting shop and touch everything mm. show your pattern talk to them about what chat you want to make who just chat away to just them chat that. away oh it's a whole thing winnie's wool wagon so these out in yeah uh, just kind of cradle cafe there thought that they could just transform this obvious there was an obvious business here no. and in fact it was not michael did say that he knows there are purist knitters 
But he also knows that there's tens of millions of dollars of knitting products that get sold on Amazon every year to people who aren't that serious about knitting. Again, I'm like, but it's all selling over there. Yeah. Two people are not serious about knitting. I just don't know why. Oh, anyway, like, how is he going to transplant them all over onto his thing? And why? Hmm. Anyway, um, they uh, said that, this is where we veer into a little bit of racism, um, and soon misogyny and ageism. Hang on. Um, so the pair of them, David and Michael, uh, pinpointed cheap Chinese manufacturers, right? And said, they're the big competition on Amazon. And they said that, wow, they said this, that Chinese manufacturers, this is a quote, can't create content in the knitting world because knitters don't want to see Chinese people in videos. Oh my God. One, you can't really have Chinese models in your videos. What was As you know, there's a bias towards having Western models in videos. Now, Michael pushes hard against this as being a problematic thing to say because it's pretty funny I'm married to a Chinese woman and so is Dave what and he my Michael has been married to his wife for 16 years and spends a lot of China a lot of time in China um so, but it does seem like it's a, a little problematic um, it's very problematic it's yes they also basically um detailed how they were going to like turn knitting.com into a big destination for knitting content and um they definitely at one point were doing a lot of stereotyping of the sort of knitters um they said in their um podcast that you know um <laughs> that grandmas don't hang on um Okay, so what they said in the podcast that it would, the whole of the knitting community could be boiled down to a few big creators sponsored by corporate brands. That definitely doesn't ring true to me. Mm-hmm. And everyone else, quote, is a grandma that has a little blog. And um, so they're just shitting all over the community on one hand. Yeah. And then on the other being like, don't worry, we're going to offer you things you'll definitely want to buy. <sighs> Meanwhile, yes. the community are like, we don't want you. And we're not buying your garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Um, they're just really not listening to their customer segment but on a side note I'm turning Jen's face into a knitting pattern that's going to be available at (laughs) jennodwire.com is it going to be in Sarsia don't know what that means Sarsia in Sarsia where you like incorporate colors to make a a picture on knitting cool anyway okay Um, so basically you know it sounded like they definitely just hate old people yeah and uh, you know Michael in defense of himself said that he was actually referencing one particular blog that we were looking at in our research that has the word grandma in it and I don't think it's been updated for 20 years it was made with Microsoft front page and has a broken flash player on it Um, it seems like they weren't looking too deeply at the blogs because obviously there is tons of really cool blogs what year is this though this is this year this is February absolutely batshit that they got that we're how did they how did this not just die immediately because they're mediocre white men and they probably got funding to do this probably Uh, is that the case they basically were like look we're gonna go in here and make some money 
without in any way even doing the most cursory of Googles about yeah. what already exists in this community and whether this type of platform can work. Um, like, again, as well, like, it's just the, it's the whole attitude that's coming through. Audacity. Because, like, they definitely could have done something that was like what they did with the coloring books in terms of, like, hosting small creators yeah. or helping... But like there is kind of that does exist. I don't know. I also, the old the ADK racism. on the Dre uh, on the domain name is kind of funny, and um, yeah, and like there is sites like uh, Daramore that do very much this, and also all of the like specialist knowledge, you know. But they can't scrap it because they've paid so much money already. Like they're, they're in, in for about a hundred k. So yeah, it, basically Michael has said that it has felt very high school. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He says it has a very bullying halo around it and it almost feels similar to a Salem witch trial <laughs> where just without any facts or real premise for anything, we're going to point a whole bunch of fingers, fingers and needles and fingers. It became clear, he says, that no matter what we said or how we said it, it wasn't going to be well received in any way. Michael, so our feeling is like, let's just the things you've said. Things you've said are pretty bad. Anyway, let's just do what we're going to do, and maybe some of them will realise that we actually have really good intentions, which we do, and we legitimately think that we can make improvements that make for a positive effect on the knitting community he also says there is just absolutely no way they can back out of the business fine not only because of the 80 grand but there's other cash earmarked for the project exactly as cassie just predicted they've got some vcs Uh, people are very excited about they literally have people telling them they don't want the business and vcs are like here's the money give them the money everything now is like it's it's facebook but for insert noun. Yeah. So like with We Crashed, it's it's tech, yeah. it's Facebook, but in reality it's renting office space. Yeah. And in this scenario, it's like, it's tech, it's innovative, we're disruptors, but insert knitting here. Yeah. Um, so they do actually have some people in the knitting industry who are on board with them um, to kind of, I suppose, translate. Um, one woman had left the knitting industry um, 20 years before. I don't, know, I don't know if there's a slight hint that, that it's like the toxic knitting industry. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. Anyway, yes. So there, the Reddit thread is a joy. Um, and uh, I do, do believe that... Um, is there anything we can Google? Is, is the business up and running? Up and running... Um, knitting.com let's see yeah check out knitting.com knitting.com is a brand new crafty collaboration our goal with this project this is a very poor website Mm. I'm going to go as far as to say it's just a Google form our goal (laughs) with this new resource is to provide all of the knowledge and support you'll need to get started knitting if you've ever touched a pair of knitting needles if your life if you've never touched a pair you're in the right place what you can expect. Knitting.com will launch later this year with a library of beginner-friendly tutorials that will continue to grow and evolve over the coming years. Why is it very difficult now for this to get going? Like, 
Yeah, what is, other than just being, there's a pair of agents here, basically, insulted a whole community and just digging their heels in and continuing forward. I think the the other thing is that the knitting community and the yarn, like, and general, like, yarn crafts, like, uh, is a very, like, it's a diverse space. It's very inclusive. Like, they're just, it's just smart people. But they're looking for respect. Apart from all the serial scammers. Yeah. But anyway, uh, there is a good Reddit thread, um, Titled Toxic Masculinity. More knitting community drama. Um, quote, two business bros announced plans to launch a knitting site. The crafting community is blasting their cishet white male approach. Um, and there's some good um, good comments here. So there's a, that, that quote um, is um, from another piece where somebody's actually explaining kind of what I was just trying to say there, which is the knitting world is not white grandma, grandmas it's incredibly diverse progressive feminist and anti-racist this person has quote tweeted that somebody has said and that hand has said not true i'm knitting a hitler youth flag right now mm. <laughs> and uh let me see yeah there's just a whole lot of very um irate knitters as there um, tends to be no, no no judgment but the quick now they had every right to be irate with those two individuals but the like low level rage flowing through the knitting community, it's not low. Does it not feel like a rage filled sort of community on one level? I mean, level? I am scared. Yes. It I'm does. Scared. I'm scared of telling this story. Somewhat. Okay. I do enjoy this one as well. Coming from Space Cat 21. Sounds like a bunch of cool knitting girls gatekeeping against men. Maybe. Weird. Yes. <laughs> Weird. I, I am enjoying. Um, yes. It's um, some people just, uh, yeah, I think it's just the ignorance really. It's I think just, it's a community not to be fucked with. Um, and yeah. I would uh, not. I'm not like it. Like, I think there should be a new Netflix doc that's called Don't Fuck With Knitters. Yeah. Um, oh, super idea. there's definitely a lot to, you know, get out of there. Get over to the subreddit um, Craft Snark. Um, also, uh, there is a very good thread all about... So somebody's kind of just innocently... Um, set up a thread called crafting people explain crafting drama so a few people just this is kind of like a, a civilian basically being like can hello crafting people can you please explain the why crafting attracts so much drama and um i think because like, we've already done like a fair few crafting um scams and stuff where yeah. crafters are fully ready to rip off people and fake their own deaths it's a passionate community i do enjoy this um this comment here there's drama in the chainmail community too (laughs) (laughs) one guy pioneered the use of bent nails about seven years ago and then this other guy showed up played nice for a few weeks then started plagiarizing copying logos stealing designs generally being a dirtbag refusing to give original designer credit um, original guy's work is actually wearable too not just edgy um, I am so immediately <gasps> my is pattern is finished yeah are you going to make this for us now that is extremely complicated also <laughs> it doesn't look like a knitting pattern it looks like um, cross stitch cross stitch yeah. either yeah. way it's five ninety nine. available now jennadwire.com all proceeds go to me <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so that is some drama. There Thank we you go. for that. It never ends. And we're, we appreciate you staying on top of it, Sophie. Thank you. I'm reporting from the reporting trenches. From Please the don't edge. come from me. Why, why could we? No need to be. It's they carry safe. sharp objects. That's true. I mean, so do I. Exactly. Uh, now I've got a pair of narwhal tusks ready whenever you need them. Thank you. Uh, Cassie, yeah. would you like to tell us a story? How long have we been talking for? 47 minutes. Right, because mine I is long. Quickie, I've got a quick high. dog. Oh yeah, Give the most famous dog. dog in the world. And I can do the tooth courtesy of Elizabeth Young. Beautiful. Go. This is the true story of Togo, the Siberian Husky dog of 1925's very famous, finish this, the gnome serum run. Nope. What the gnome? I was going to say gnome. This is a Chomsky. place in Alaska. A little about ten thousand people. Gnome is the name of it. Okay. Ten thousand people in a small town in Alaska. To gnome is to love them. <laughs> uh, and but terrible, terrible thing had happened because they had an unwanted visitor who wouldn't go away, who was sickening all the children and adults. Uh, the name of that individual was diphtheria. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a bacterial infection and it, it attacked. It was all breathing related. So ring a few covid bells. Don't mm-hmm. double dip your diphtheria. Absolutely don't. So there was only one. Everyone in the town was in lockdown, specifically the hospital. And it was in isolation and on. What do you call it when we all have to go Quarantine? into Quarantine. Quarantine. <laughs> what do you and call uh, that thing we've been doing on and off for two years? If, it, it, right. So they were like, we're in trouble here and we're in Alaska. And because we're in Alaska, it's extraordinarily cold. Heard that, yeah. And uh, also tends to be blizzardy. So not ideal if you want to fly in some drugs to help the children with yeah. the diphtheria. Oh, yes, or pass we, the time. Yes, and do the serum. So yeah. we need the serum. This, um, what do they call it? It was like a, a some sort of antitoxin. I don't know what it was, but they needed it from the, lo- the place that was located 674 miles away from Nome. They were like, how the frig are we going to get there? Mm. The year is 1925. There's no, what do you call them? Snowmobiles? None of them. Snowmobiles. What do they have instead? Dogs. Dogs. Correct. What do you call a man or a woman who stands on the sledge and does the, with the, you know, whipping and the steering? Santa Claus. No. Sledge driver. A musher. Ah, I I didn't know that until today. However, so a day came that they decided we need a team there was going to be, so from the 620, uh, 60, 674 miles away, we're going to send, a t- they were going to do this in relays. So the serum left on a load of dogs with a man and they were on their way to meet somewhere in the middle. Okay. In order to save the children. And the name of the lead dog on a pack that left from Nome with a very famous Leonard Sepala was the man's name. He was kind of getting on. He was 47. He won a load of races. Very good at mushing. Yeehaw. Very good. Ride him silver, cowboy. Mm. <laughs> Except with dogs. Yes. He was good at this. Mm. He knew his dogs very intimately. Not in that way, but in a friendly, <laughs> knowing how well they are running. And he was like, I've got this. I've got Balto. The Balto, incidentally, might be a name you recognize because this was the documentary. Sorry. <laughs> Might have been a movie for children. Not sure. Disney Plus Homeward made Bound. it. Similar. Except it was about this very thing. All no, the dogs <laughs> go to heaven. Run. Yes. And even Balto has a statue in that uh, Central Park in New York. Which we <gasps> Why? 
Yeah, that's how famous he was. But today we're talking about Togo, second in command. <laughs> now everyone's forgotten his name. And in fact, he was the real hero. Oh I know my this God, shit this always so comes out. so typical, isn't oh. it? And you hear this about every story as well. Like the Shackleton story with the man I forgot the name of, Tom, Tom Crean. And I told the story about the man with the sexton, whose name I've forgotten entirely. <laughs> no one remembers how, second place. Well, that's how So true. Yes. Yeah. So however, back we go. Leonardo's Leonard on the sleigh. He's got uh, a fucking what's the f- Togo's there, right? Balto's the other guy. They're switching leaders. They're both pretty experienced dogs, and uh, they're on their way to meet one of the rally teams. <laughs> so they take I'm off. I'm laughing because I'm like, it's so funny the way the dogs have no idea what they're doing. Well, exactly. It is kind of interesting, <laughs> and I don't know. Them, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know enough about mushing to know exactly how, but there is a kind of an element I don't know of mush. steering. I don't know mush. I don't know much, but I know I love you. Sorry about everything. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. I just find, you know, you find yourself so fucking annoying. Back in. Here we are. I'm mushing away. I'm on my way to meet one of the teams. Everything's going tickety-boo. I, in fact, meet a team after an incredibly windy and snowy venture. Oh, if you're Le- If you're the... Ma- I can't say his name. I keep reaching for Leonardo, but it's not. It's Leonard. Maybe it's <laughs> Lanyard. Could be Lanyard. He's wearing full skins. Hands are frozen beneath giant seal skin mittens. Ah. Eyes frosted over. Oh, Jesus. Eyelashes. Just solid icicles. Mm. And he's going like this. They covered something like 200 and something miles over six days. It was an unbelievable oh, length God. of time. And you the see, dogs... It's murder when you're not doing anything to keep your own heart rate up. I think of it every time I see those fucking wankers on the micro scooter thing with the little engine on it. And they're just like along and the legs, tra- pant legs flapping. And I yeah. just think... Very chilly. Get a fucking bicycle and you keep warm. Exactly. So he was not warm, but moving at speed. And all the dogs were behaving as they were supposed to. Galloping in the snow. Everything Mm -hmm. was going great. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, in fact, met one of the relay teams who had come from the serum location. They had a couple of hundred doses of the serum on. And they'd split the serum up between different rally teams just in case... One of course sank. Yeah. Yeah. and uh, so he he loaded himself up and he was two over 260 odd miles he'd covered at this time got the serum that's cork that's cork probably even a bit more he ditched West a cork. few of the dogs some of them were just not ready to go again he was determined to go Togo took the lead so he's a smaller pack at this point and uh, they were he- here. Oh my goodness, she's really going for it here. Uh, our own little doggy here at the ground. So the wind was howling around. It's minus thirty degrees centigrade. If you Desperate. can even believe that. Desperate. Narwhals bobbing along in the ocean beside them, and they found themselves on a broken away piece of ice, mm-hmm. and it was floating away, the wrong direction, away. Quick as a flash, Lanyard broke off a piece of rope. He was he like he took Togo's dog's face into his hands and said, "You need to take this rope. I'm going to throw you six feet in the air across from this piece of ice, and I'm going to throw you onto the main ice, and you're going to drag us back." This whole conversation is time wasting. Is it? Yeah, it's a dog. Wait for this. Okay. So so the Togo was like. Head back to him. So well, believe it. Yeah, got the rope in its mouth. Uh, Lanyard picked up Togo, 
flew him across the air, six yeah. feet onto the mainland bit of ice. Yeah. And Togo was there, started pulling. Bang! The rope broke. <gasps> right? The rope slithered across the ice, hit the hit into the sea. Togo took fetch. Got into the, the rope. Sea. He, he got into the sea, right? Into the ice cold into sea. The ice cold Minus sea. 30 degrees. Got the rope in his mouth. He got it. And you're telling me there's a statue of another fucking dog in Central Park. I knew this had hit you. Mm. So he got the rope in the mouth in the sea. Yeah. He got it like hooked over its dog's shoulder. Started. The dog shoulder. The dog. <laughs> but like that's how he like got it up. Yeah, yeah. Got a bit Started of. Started pulling. Got, a... got up on the ice. Pulled them to safety. Amazing. Isn't that absolutely incredible? And what's Balthazar, the other one, whatever his name is doing at this time? Just He's just there, Cass. He's just He's still alive. boating. While someone else does the actual bit of graft. Yeah. So we've he's seen this dynamic time and again. Time and time again. Yeah. So anyway, that's sort of the legend of Togo saving everyone and saving the children uh, with the anti-venom or the anti-toxin in, you know, to fight against diphtheria and gnome. Very good. Yeah. The serum. Bit of the retinol. serum. And uh, that's who we should be focused on. Let's... A moment for Togo. Yes. Very good. Mm-hmm. Okay, will I tell you about a tooth? I think so. Mm-hmm. Okay, here we go. Elizabeth Young, thank you for sharing this story. My friend and I took her one-year-old to the beach. Not a close beach, a bit secluded, but not too far. Had a lovely time, blah, blah, blah. Time to go. And my elderly dog starts sniffing something. And the toddle, toddler, <laughs> why? Toddler toddles over. Hmm. We both managed to swoop in before either of them managed to touch what looks exactly like a decomposing or decomposing human femur. What the oh hell? Oh my God. Which is this one, right? The long bone in your thigh? Yeah. Legs. Bones connected we were like, could be a deer or a cow, but none of these things live around here. It's so remote and weird spot. Is there flesh on it? There's so much meat on it why would a hunter leave it hunter, hunter. don't know where elizabeth lives Those indigenous cow hunters she lives very in game of thrones easy to catch a cow okay I'm who like, would throw this out of their car around here it looks like it's been run over a few times what? we convince ourselves it's nothing wrong then convince ourselves it's a dead person oh my god then we go back to animal this is a significant amount of body to discover obviously we to need be. to prod it with some sticks mm, we discover that it has it. skin and the top and bottom have been sawn off in a very hack jobby way and what? think okay no anyone that owns an actual bone saw would be able to do a better job than that my friend is an archaeologist plot twist so knows a teeny bit about that stuff, but is insistent she doesn't do any biological archaeology, despite <gasps> my insisting just... this is her time to shine. Do we call the police on someone's old leg of lamb? You <laughs> Will we be laughed out of town for wasting police time? Who knows? Why is everyone concerned about wasting police time? <laughs> Hang okay. on. Did when she they do only anything? welcome a bit of time wasting, I'd say. Are you blue-balling us? Was there no finishing... Okay, so we call the non-emergency line. That's they're it. like, yep. That's the sus of why would there that why there would be a raw roast leg on the beach. They're like, yep. Sorry, guys. 
They're like, yep, yeah, that's sus. It is sus. Yeah. Sus as fuck. Yeah. Why would there be a raw roast leg on the beach? We need to come check it out. You need to stay there. It could be a human leg. Stay okay. there. Police are taking it seriously. I'm excited. We can't really describe where we are as it's one of a million tiny bays on this huge peninsula. So we have to go sit on the road in no shade and wait for two fucking hours what country is this my 16 year old dog is crying for water oh my god the baby is crying because it's a baby we're sunburnt all the crackers and raisins are gone (laughs) my friend is trying to leave me alone to get the baby home and i'm saying nope i'm putting my foot down you must stay for this i can't be alone when the police come to ask about the roast mutton slash human leg it's too absurd it was a team decision to call, so the team has to stay. She begrudgingly absolutely agrees and admits the baby is fine. He is just a good excuse to get the hell away from this road. <laughs> I tell her I know. We've been BFFs for 25 years. I can tell when she's talking shit. I digress. Finally, the cops show up and are super confused as to why they're out here for a discarded roast. We show them the horrifying mangled shit show and they're like, okay, yeah, that is legit pretty weird. One of them says, oh, it's just a penguin. Her colleague literally asks her in the most mocking way ever if she's ever seen a penguin before. She looks crushed. In no world is that a penguin. It's a leg. Sorry, is this Wicklow? No. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Who said it's Wicklow? She's fucking with you. Where is it? It's a peninsula. Okay. Let us know where it is. Okay. They start searching the area for more human and our roast dinner bits. It's as we start to back away. They call in support, say they've got no fucking clue what's going on and we are allowed to leave. Okay. Heard nary a word from them ever again. That's it. You would never. They wouldn't tell you now what they found. I know. And Googled a couple of times about about human remains found in the harbour. Nothing. God. We'll never know what it was. I know. We often turn to one another and randomly say, hey, what about that time we called the cops on a roast? Shrug, (laughs) keep moving. Were we the finders of crucial human remains kept top secret from the press or just the stumblers upon someone's truly bizarrely discarded hoggish roast? (laughs) The truth is out there. I believe. Oh, here we go. (laughs) There's lots of stories. Of a human leg was found Thanks, on North Jen. Beach in Milestrom, just south of the cliffs of the Coffs Harbour. Mm. That was in 2019. A grim discovery was made by a member of the public on North Beach in Milestrom. See, it happens. Two o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon. And you became it was the a right femur. Thing. It was a femur. Oh my God. Elizabeth, this could be you. Elizabeth, um, Google. What did you Google? Where is that search? That's the Daily Mail. And I Googled human leg found in harbour. Okay. Elizabeth, (laughs) get an update going. There were many. Um, Wow. Guys, another wonderful episode. Was it? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, dear listeners. Thank you so much, especially to our patrons who support our work here. Mother of pod. No. Creep (laughs) done. You are rude. Cross pollination. (laughs) Am I today? If you'd like to hear a story about a man with a lot of promise who used his talents that could have been used for the Olympics and applied them to crime instead, 
Come on over to the hive. And I'll be delivering some really shocking updates about Mm. penguins fucking corpses. Also, it's unmissable. Penguin corpses. I mean, wait, penguin necrophilia. Also, oh yeah, on the patron, we're gonna find out what this is. What's in the box? box. All right, see you there. Bye. Bye.